4: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, looks like the Chicago Bears are going to stay with their head coach. Adam Schefter reporting. Matt Eberflus officially expected a return for the 2024 season per league sources. But, as Ian Rappaport just mentioned, that the Bears have fired their offensive coordinator and their quarterback's coach. So read into that as you will. Because are you going to stay with Justin Fields? Which it certainly sounds like they're going to do that. All right. Final hour of the program, our good buddy Rich Eisen from NFL Network fame will join us, the Rich Eisen Show on Roku. In a moment here, let me get some business out of the way. If you'd like to dial us up, you can. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. All quiet on the Patriots front. The Titans are looking for a new head coach as after Mike Vrabel was... uh, unceremoniously shown the door after six years and three playoff appearances we say good morning if you're watching on peacock our streaming partner download the app if you haven't done so and we make way for the nfl network host and also michigan grad or maybe it should be michigan grad and nfl network host rich eisen rich
0: i mean if you're looking for the right words dan to introduce me just call me national champion Rich Eisen, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. If you don't mind, national champion. All right. Is that okay with you?
4: All right. Uh, you more to likely you how to do it? more likely or less likely to lose your head coach because of a national championship?
0: Um, I think more likely. Uh, I think it was likely either way, um, straight up. But you never know with Jim Harbaugh. I do not know. <laughs> I have no earthly idea. Um, what, what he will consider most important, everything you hear coming out of Ann Arbor is that it won't be money that keeps him coming back, uh, to Michigan. It would be the search of putting in Lombardi in his trophy case, um, the the elusive one. And, um, we'll also find out, uh, again, the thing, his setup in Ann Arbor is, um, to his liking, not just professionally, but apparently he lives next door to his parents who mm-hmm. can come by and see the grandkids. He feeds his chickens in the backyard. When the kids, the, the, uh, when the students come by, uh, he's already turned around his thought apparently about eating chicken. Once upon a time, it was a nervous bird. Now he's eating chicken again. I have no idea. Nobody knows. <laughs> um, but I would just guess that obviously mission accomplished. That's what he was coming back to school to do. He has accomplished that mission. And um, if he moves on, uh, it would be
4: totally understandable. How do you respond to the haters who think that this title is tainted?
0: I mean, should I respond to them in the same way? One of my favorite uh, sound bites from our from our Sports Center years, Dan, was uh, Patrick Waugh saying, "I can't, I can't hear you with my <laughs> ring in my ear." You know what I mean? Like that's that's the answer. <laughs> the haters, come on, man. I mean, seriously, uh, the. The proverbial, usually um, when people or teams or athletes, coaches win championships and say no one can take it away from us, there's the NCAA. They might attempt <laughs> to take it away from us this entire time. True. Uh, that has been percolating, uh, but let them try. Um, and uh, Charles Woodson said it on my show when I had him on after the Rose Bowl victory. If if people talk about asterisks or tainted as I know you guys have on the program, um, that the bottom line is I'll just put on my national championship hat and my shirt and go about my business. I'm not used to being the villain, Dan. I'm not used to rooting for a team and being the villain. Um, I'm learning on the fly, um, and so that's the way I'm going with it right okay. now.
4: Well, we've had, we had Michigan callers a few yesterday, and mm-hmm. uh, I said, well, how would you feel if this was Ryan Day at Ohio State and they were going through this? Would you be as lenient as you, uh, objective as you want everybody else to be with Michigan, Jim Harbaugh, Connor Stallions?
0: Well, you know what? I mean, a shoe on the other foot. I yeah. mean, uh, I've been there and done that. I had my ass kicked by Ohio State for so long. And um, of course, I would be viewing it completely differently. I'm not going to lie and say that uh, my objectivity uh, in the Michigan Ohio State's uh rivalry wouldn't affect my you know my thought process yeah uh, of course um you know but the bottom line is the script is entirely flipped you know like a george burns body switching 80s movie dan like we are now in ohio state's body they are in the michigan body that uh, for years dan how many times did i come on your program in the early years of harbaugh and you're asking me, can Jim do it? Is he going to be able to do it? Do you want him out? Yeah. You've, you've put me on many different, uh, well, when seats. they were
4: two and four rich during the pandemic and they told him to take a pay cut, I wasn't yeah. the only one asking that question. No, no. I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm just pointing out as we're sitting here in this forum, the number of times where I, I, I was, um, asked uncomfortable questions. And I'm not saying they were not legitimate. Of course they were. But uh, I, I, it was a tough time. It was a tough time, and I heard from Ohio State fans all the time. I heard from Ohio State players uh, coming on this program. I heard about it all the time, and now I don't hear very much, and it's awesome. It is truly awesome at this point in time, three straight years making the national um, championship playoffs and now the national championship game and winning it all. Uh, it, it is, it is a spike the football moment, sure, to the haters, but just in general to the millions upon millions upon millions of Michigan fans that are out there that have been waiting and generations have been waiting because this is better than 97. 97 was beat Washington State and then have an argument. This is now, you know, the argument is, is there an asterisk? Is there taint? Whatever. Who knows? I don't, I don't know. And I don't care because for sure, what we saw against Alabama and what we saw against Ohio State before that and what we saw against Washington is a deeper, more talented team and a better coached team winning snap to snap, quarter to quarter, and then game to game. And that I, I don't think you can dispute that.
4: No, I can't the performance, but it'll be disputed that somebody was doing something and it benefited somebody. Uh, so I, I, I think, you know, the NCAA is going to take five years to get around to this. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh might be on his second job after leaving Michigan. <laughs> Maybe he's back at Michigan, but I just think that they're, they're going to have to look at this and say, well, we suspended you for six games. Now, they're two separate incidents, but you, know, you sat down for three and you said you were fighting it, then you didn't. That, to me, was a telltale sign. If he fought it, great. I don't want to have you know this hanging over Michigan. They were a great team this year, but there's still some baggage that is there, and it doesn't fit in the overhead bin.
0: I don't think we're ever going to find out what Connor Stallion's legion of phone videoers were, were actually put in the hands of somebody and actually pinpointed to a moment where Michigan won it down. Uh, I mean, the, the, when when this all happened, Dan, the video that came out of CJ Stroud pre-snap uh, in a game against Michigan, and you could see behind him, Michigan defenders uh, or kids on the sideline jumping and pointing to the sky, and Stallions was whispering in the ears of the defensive coordinator and the coach at the time. Everyone was like, "There it is," like the Rick Dalton gif from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. There it is. That's it. <laughs> and then when you actually look at the play. C.J. Stroud scored on that drive. Let me tell you this, Dan. The number of times that apparently Connor Stallions cheated to Michigan's success against Ohio State, I wish that would have put me in a rocking chair much sooner than they did on the actual day when Michigan was actually down at halftime. Is that what it was? Like The, the, the cheating, they were just holding back just enough for Michigan to not lead by halftime? And again, Dan, how many times have you been on vacation with your beautiful family? And you're standing there in one, a wonderful vista. And uh, you're maybe taking a selfie. I don't know if you're a selfie guy. And then somebody goes, hey, let me take this photograph for you. And you hand them your phone. And they take, like, forever to shoot the cat, And then they hand you back your phone. And the photograph is thoroughly unusable. Like, there's no chance. You're thinking in your head, is the photograph being taken? This is going to be the holiday card I sent to Rich and Susie and everyone else. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and and that's how I'll swap family cards with the Burmans. You know, and so bottom line is you get handed back an unusable photograph. So every video that Connor Stallion's minions took was not only pristine and perfect and captured exactly what they were looking for, but it wound up in the proper hands to be used at the proper time to the best effect. Listen, that's for the haters and that's (laughs) for the NCAA to figure out. But Jim sat down for six games, and he did sit down for three, and the three most difficult ones, including one where he found out he was being sat on the flight out on a day that courts were closed and Michigan couldn't push back because it was a national holiday. Purposeful? Who knows? For another day. Bottom line is there's a banner, there's a ring, and that banner will always fly in Michigan Stadium. And I can never... Ever, ever thank and repay these kids and the coaches and the staff of Michigan enough because it has been an incredible run, incredible.
4: Talking to a Michigan grad, Rich Eisen, NFL Network host. You couldn't tell, no, could not <laughs> yeah, tell. Right. All right, um, if you had to guess on Bill Belichick,
0: yeah, what would you? It look? would be, uh, it would be parting ways. I think, and going where? I don't know. That I have no earthly idea. Nobody. If you're the
4: NFL, where would you want to place him? Uh, Washington D.C.
0: Okay, put him in the money division. Have him take on the Giants, his old team, twice a year. Um, Have him, um, you know, hooked up with a generationally talented quarterback uh, at this stage of his career. In the same way, Greg Popovich has been hooked up with Yama at this part of his career. Um, Let him go against Dallas twice a year on Thanksgiving. Once in a while, let him go into Philadelphia um, and try and bring the commanders back to prominence um, in late windows on Fox as much as possible (laughs) against the. Like, that's, if you're the league, I think that's where you would pinpoint his location.
4: Next. I I saw where the ratings for the entire season for the NFL were up 7%. Mm -hmm. And that's hard to do because I don't know where you're getting your audience from. And I don't know how much ratings matter to the NFL from the standpoint of you have Amazon on Thursday night. You're going to have Peacock streaming this playoff game. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, they sent the message out up 7%, but then I don't know if ratings matter to the NFL. I know they matter to their partners. Sure. but But, you know, is that a interesting I mean, number to you?
0: If I, if I had to guess, Again, the International Series, obviously I'm biased because I call most of those games, but I think fans dig that early fourth window. I think East Coast fans dig that 9.30 a.m. kick on certain weeks, Mm -hmm. and I think uh, Christmas Eve night, triple headers on Saturday, double headers on ESPN on back-to-back Saturdays, um, because I think the NFL's been really smart in placing their Markers on weekends when college football is done with its regular season and its conference championship season and kind of seeds the ground to get ready for the once upon a time, most wonderful time of the year. Um, the NFL is kind of sneaking in there um, that Friday game on Amazon, the the Black Friday game that I think is going to be uh, huger and huger every year. Uh, if I had a guess, that's probably where the audiences came from.
4: All right. If I year. if I said that you could win a Sports Emmy, okay, or Jim Harbaugh goes back to Michigan, you can't have both. Only one. You and your show, okay, win a Sports Emmy, or Jim Harbaugh comes back to Michigan.
0: Now my guys are hearing this question around me, Dan. So you said me, and then you said my show.
4: Well, it's your show, but it's your 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 crew there
0: too. Uh, Okay, so my crew would be honored as well as. Yes, it'd be the Rich Eisen show. Okay, no, you said I would win an Emmy. So, again, because as you go go up and
4: get it, you'd go get it. I'm halfway
0: to Susan Lucci in terms of the sports host. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that, you know, I I sit in uh, in starving and thirsty for three and a half hours until they finally announce that award every year.
4: Yeah, Um, but it never changed my life when I won a sports Emmy. So I'm just telling you that it won't change your life, but it could change. <laughs> uh, you'd like to find out like if they, it'll change your walk life down
0: the street and say, that's the guy who finally beat question. Yeah, th- it's the guy who finally beat your crew. Bernie?
4: Your crew wants you to answer. Would you rather the show yes. won a sports Emmy or Jim I Harbaugh comes back to mission?
0: I would rather the show win an Emmy instead of Jim Harbaugh coming back to Michigan. Okay, all right. I don't know if you see what I'm doing at the same time. No,
4: no, it's not. That's not working. You're shaking your head. That that they. Okay, sorry to lie detector. Lie detector. Your radio audience out of the joke. Lie detector. Look at you. Yeah. Look
5: at you. Yeah. What
0: moves you? What? what, Dude, does any sports (laughs) team move you in the same way that Michigan moves me?
4: Are you Are you out of that game? Dan, I've been out of that game since I went to ESPN. What do you mean? It's called being a journalist, Rich. <laughs> it's called being a journalist. All right.
0: Being a jur- but, it, but shows like this, Dan, it's called the Dan Patrick Show. But, uh, it's there's not no called the journalism show I that I Dan want... Patrick brings you. They want people, fans, want to know what you think and moves you
4: and what, what moves me you. is a great story. Right. I don't. I don't have any rooting allegiance. Anymore, none for anything. No,
0: no. You don't watch a Bengals game. No, I'm trying to choose any from Ohio. again for Ohio State against Michigan. No, I. You don't I, deep down root against Michigan, Dan. No, deep down, I, your Buckeye roots. I,
4: I was hoping Michigan would win when they Why, beat them a him couple of years ago. Yes, if Ohio State keeps beating Michigan, it's not a rivalry. I'm glad mm-hmm. that Michigan won. I am okay. It's all better right. for the story. It's all about the story, Rich. I'm a storyteller, is what I am. I thought you're a tapestry weaver. No, quite frankly, that's no. what you do is you weave. I'm a you weave. I'm a Tom Rinaldi kind of storyteller. <laughs> oh God, the slow fox music. Is that what you're saying? Yes, we play the slow piano. fox music
0: going to break. You yeah. gotta be a piano? Whenever okay.
4: whenever you see Tom Rinaldi and he's got a piano behind him, oh, somebody died. Somebody <laughs> died. Here comes Tom Rinaldi. Oh, he's got the
0: piano. Now, but if he comes without the piano, you're like, let's do that sit down. You know what I mean? I'll tell you my story. But he brings the piano. That's the same guy. You don't want to be the, the player when they play the slow Fox music to break. You Are you getting a Michigan
4: player. tattoo just like Jim Harbaugh
0: No, is. I'm not <laughs> getting a tattoo, Dan. But I'm going to get my championship hat and my shirt, and I will wear it proudly amongst all the haters.
4: What? what? what, what, what? The haters. Oh, there it is. Okay. Hey, you haters out there. Hey, you haters out no, that's there. No, it's not
0: the F- lyrics. F-U! No, that's... No, I'll send you the lyrics, Dan.
4: Okay. I'll send you the lyric. Uh, okay. It is a great fight song. And a Thank gra- you. And a great helmet. Thanks for giving um, me that. Yeah. So congratulations. And in Thank five you, years, I'll have you on the show. Oh, I won't be doing the show when they take away the banner. Oh. Uh, so- <laughs> I'll have you on mine then. Okay, that'll be good. I'll come on yeah. your show. All right. You're always welcome. That's man. Rich Eisen. He hosts the Rich Eisen Show on Roku and, of course, NFL Network. He's got a busy, busy weekend coming up. Are you working Saturday and Sunday, Rich? Stan, I'm working as many days as I possibly can. Blood from the stone. I'm there. I love it. I'm there for. I'm there for America. I love it. I love it. Uh, All right, we'll come back. Uh, We'll get to your phone calls. My thanks to Rich Eisen. There, Michigan grad. By the way, take a break. Back after this.
0: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio
4: app. Hey, we're Covino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show. We never get to everything. uncensored, by the way, so maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after-show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. Perfect. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Cavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A Smith show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
4: Couple of phone calls in here. Marvin went to see the wrestling movie, The Iron Claw, and that uh, stars who? It stars Zac
6: Efron. It's about the Von Erich family. Okay. That was a really popular wrestling family specifically in Texas mm-hmm. when they had wrestling territories. Before like the WWE went national. So they're really big in Texas and probably the Southwest. Okay. And then, uh,
4: okay. Was it two stars, three stars, four stars? Outstanding. Five? Whatever the outstanding? most Outstanding?
6: So five star. Five stars. Zach Efron was incredible.
4: So he bulks up.
6: Yes. Uh, and, I, and I loved the, the audience that was there because it was either dates or wrestling geeks like myself. <laughs> it was amazing.
4: Yeah. But it's a serious movie. It's, it's
6: real serious.
4: Because they, they had a lot of tragedies in that family. Yes. Okay. Yes, Eden. It's also a real hot guy face-off movie. Zac Efron and Jeremy Allen White, who's about as hot as it gets right now. That's the guy from The Bear. Okay. Uh, and uh, what else? What was that other show he was in um, with William H. Macy? Uh, shameless? shameless? Shameless. Yes, thank you. Shameless. Yeah, he's about as hot as it gets right now. It is weird. Sometimes you could see somebody in a show or a movie, and they don't stand out until they become the star, and yeah. then you go, "Oh my god, that guy's awesome!" And you could watch Shameless, and I would always watch William H. Uh, H. Macy and Emily Rossum. Yeah. And you kind of she didn't... was a standout. Yes, exactly. she was. Yeah. Yes, Paul.
1: It seems like there's fewer sports movies. I looked at 2023. There's a lot of like sports movies you probably didn't hear of, and the remakes. They remade White Man Can't Jump. That did pretty well. Terrible. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, that was got a lot of publicity. Like nobody
4: said, you know what? I think we need to do a white man can't jump remake.
1: Yeah. Um, Air, the movie about the Michael Jordan signing with Nike, got very good reviews and a lot of people tuned in.
4: I thought that was a good movie. I thought that they did pretty. I mean, they. I think they had a little bit of longitude or latitude <laughs> with the truth, but it was still it was
1: entertaining. Creed three did very well at the box office. Mm-hmm. And eighty for Brady Dan. I know you love that. I did watch it.
4: I did oh, watch oh, it. I was,
1: I was kidding. You, no, no, I did watch it. Oh. I did watch it. How
4: was it? Um, well, I wouldn't have watched it unless we had Sally Field on. She's in the movie. And I thought, you know, let me be a journalist, unlike Rich Eisen. And uh, I watched the movie just so I could have some questions about it. Uh, would I have watched it without that? No, I would not. Uh, yes, Marvin.
6: Yeah, when you go to the movie, I knew the story because I'm a big wrestling geek. Bring Bring tissues. You cried? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. And the woman next to me was boohooing. She had no idea that this was a real story or everything that happened. And not not your
4: wife next to you?
6: No, no, I went alone.
4: Okay. You were part of the wrestling geek side of things, not the people on dates. Absolutely, yes. Okay. Yes, Paul.
1: 94% on Rotten Tomatoes review for Iron Claw and they said, watch out for Zac Efron nominations, Ooh, plural. Dot, Oscar dot, dot, buzz. Dot, Oscar dot. buzz. Wow. Like, they said, sure thing nominations. Wow. One of the reviewers wow. said. "A Sure thing. Like, they said Mickey Rourke in The Wrestler. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow.
6: Yeah, Marv. Yeah, and the women there, it didn't hurt that Zac, Ef-
1: Zac Efron just
6: had, like, briefs on. About 80% of the movie because he was wrestling.
4: We had Speedo on, didn't he? Yeah, that was it. All right. Yep. Okay. <laughs> but he was great. All right. I did hear good things about it, but I haven't, uh, have not I've not seen Yes, Tom?
3: Thank you, Mr. Efron, for
6: what you did to your body <laughs> to prepare
4: for the role. Those it's, are the people that were there. It's real to me.
6: <laughs> it's real, it is, man.
4: real to me, dude. I don't want to go to another one of these. <laughs> yes, Mark.
6: <laughs> Sorry. The guy that plays Ric Flair?
4: <laughs> okay.
6: Not good. What do you mean? There's about 8,000 people on earth that I'm sure can do a better Ric Flair oh. than Ooh. the guy. Yes. Yes. I was like, "Geez, this guy. no." Like, I'm sure he's a great actor, mm. but no bueno.
4: Mm. Okay. But
6: everything else, no. Zac Efron,
4: five stars. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Chuck in North Carolina. Hi, Chuck. What's on your mind today?
6: Dan, thank you
7: guys for everything you do. First time, long time, six foot, 200. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, and also a... New member of the DDC Club, so thank you for keeping us informed as a listener and enlightened through these years. I'm going to miss you guys down the road. Thank you thank you all.
4: Thank you, Chuck. Well, we've got four more years, unless you know something that I don't know. So you joined the uh, Dead Dads Club. Uh, let's see. Rich in South Bend. Hi, Rich. What's on your mind today?
7: Uh, yeah, I just wanted to contribute to the short uh, conversation. Okay. And Happy New Year, Dan, and Danettes, and Timex. Um, so I remember when uh, I grew up in Detroit and my younger brother had a Dennis Rodman uh, basketball card, and that was in the short, short days, and his shorts didn't cover everything. And it might have uh, led to his nickname, The Worm. Um, and the other... Uh, <laughs> Short uh, uh, story was when uh, Kevin Matteo was the GM for the Timberwolves, and a reporter asked him about Kevin Garnett getting fined for wearing baggy shorts. And Kevin Matteo said, "I think we should have been fined for the short shorts we used to wear."
4: All right, all right. Well, thank you, Rich. Thank you for that update. The Dennis Rodman worm comment as well. I have the twenty twenty three All Pro first team. So this is what matters. This is the not Pro Bowl. This is All-Pro. First team. Quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Running back, Christian McCaffrey. Now, they don't have two running backs. They just have one. Kyle Juszczyk of San Francisco makes the All-Pro first team. (laughs) Okay. Do you have to have a fullback? Like, not every team has a fullback. Yes, Todd. And just to further explain, again, this is
0: NFLPA. It's for the players and by the players, determined by a league-wide player vote. These are the names from the players themselves.
4: Okay, here are your wide receivers. Tyreek Hill. And our, our guy, C.D. Lamb. Travis Kelsey is the tight end. Let me see if there's anything uh, interesting here. Uh, Dallas's guards are there, first team. Uh, Miles Garrett, Max Crosby. Wait, they have Max Crosby with M-A-X, not M-A-X-X. Oh, no. Todd, did they make him as, it's M-A-X-X? It's a, it's a little typo there. It should be two X's.
1: Okay, yeah. Let me see. Aaron Donald is 1A.
4: Uh, Roquan Smith and Fred Warner are your off-ball linebackers. What? Off-ball. Aaron Donald, Chris Jones, interior defensive line. T.J. Watt didn't make first team All-Pro. Man, is J.J. going to be upset? Uh, Brandon Aubrey, the Cowboys kicker, is your uh, All-Pro. so uh, Now, that would be something that you use during negotiations when, when you get that designation. Not going to the Pro Bowl. But T.J. Watt is going to be the defensive player of the year, and he is not first-team All-Pro, according to uh, the players. Yes, Paul?
1: Is Travis Kelsey still the best tight end in the NFL? Well, he
4: was voted at. Yeah. Uh, was he better than Sam Laporta this year?
1: I got Evan Ingram with 140, 114 catches at tight end. T.J. Hawkinson with 95. Kelsey had 93 in 15 games. I didn't think he was great this year.
4: But I'm comparing Travis Kelsey to Travis Kelsey. And I, I, don't, I just didn't think that he was the same weapon. Certainly the last month of the season. But you know what? Maybe he was distracted because he's in love. <laughs> uh, if the Chiefs don't do well in the playoffs, it's not going to be on Andy Reid or Mahomes or Kelsey it's gonna be uh taylor swift because haters are gonna hate yes marvin
6: travis can't show up at the Gelt, uh, at the uh grammys in a couple of weeks
4: either mm. like it's all good oh. Like, oh, mm-hmm. first round next okay all right uh jordan in nashville hi jordan what's on your mind today
7: hey dan hey, thanks uh, so much for taking my call sure um I was going to ask about uh, Jim Harbaugh to the Bears, question mark, but I think Schefter kind of uh, blew that one out of water for me. So I was going to ask you your, your opinion on kind of how he did this season, and do you think uh, a different offensive coordinator would be a good fit for Justin
4: Fields, or a different offensive coordinator would be a better fit for a Caleb Williams? I'm trying to read into it, Jordan, and I'm not sure. But it feels like you say to the coach, we'll keep you, but we want you to make changes with your coaching staff. Jacksonville did this. Doug Peterson fired his defensive staff. It it almost feels like, hey, that's the next move before the next move, and that is that you're out. And they probably said to Matt Eberflus, bring in somebody who can make Justin Fields better. I don't think it signifies that they're going to take Caleb Williams. But are you shopping that number one pick now? Now, I would, you know, there's no hurry for that. I would just be like, all right, let's let everybody do their due diligence, meet with these quarterbacks. Then somebody is going to fall in love with Drake May or Caleb Williams. And then that's when you get more for them. Yeah, Paul.
1: Last year, the Bears traded they the number one pick last year, of course. The Bears traded the number one pick in March 10th, six weeks before the draft. They traded to Carolina for DJ Moore in the draft picks.
4: But if I would have said to you, hey, you can have Bryce Young it's going to cost you Caleb Williams and DJ Moore cuz that's probably well, that could happen that you got Caleb Williams and DJ Moore and you got Bryce Young. Uh Dennis in Michigan. Good morning Dennis. What's on your mind today?
7: Hey Mr. Patrick, I wanted to thank you and the team for being my company. I'm uh every day I'm solo sailing a boat from Lake Michigan to the Caribbean. I'm on the uh ICW today just south of Stewart. Florida, and Mm. I'll get down to Lake Worth today, but I wanted to thank you folks. I I just uh, find you to be excellent company. You're very informative and entertaining, and if I could live next door to anybody, regardless of political stripe, I think the Obama family would be fascinating. That's (laughs) it. Thank you so much.
4: Uh, What kind of boat are you on, Dennis? I'm on a 42 Catalina sailboat. Sorry, there's a little Coast Guard in the background there. uh,
7: 42-foot Catalina sailboat. And uh, it's doing great.
4: Well, I, I bought my first boat. I have a pontoon. So I feel like we have a lot in common there, Dennis, with your, uh, your sailboat and my pontoon.
7: You are going in the right direction, sir.
4: <laughs> no, this, this is as far as I go with the boating. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go any further. Which, Danette, would you love to spend a few days sailing with?
7: Fritzy! <laughs> all you guys would be great. All you guys would be great. Fritzy would be a lot of
4: fun. Oh, my God. Man overboard. Thank you, Dennis. Yeah. Be like, where's Fritzy? Mmm, Fritzy.
0: Start complaining about being seasick and I don't know. There's not a you, clean bathroom on this. There's no
4: you, restroom at all on this boat. You couldn't do it. I'd be very dumb. You could not do it. There's no way.
0: For like 15 minutes and then I got to get off.
4: Yeah, then once, you know, it pulls up the anchor and then you start sailing, that's when, you know, the panic starts setting in for you. Uh, Baker and Bozeman. Hey, Baker, what's on your mind today?
7: Morning, Danny. Morning, Danettes. And shout out real quickly to Tyler in the back room, guys. I love the uh, the 1215 podcast. So I've got, uh, I wanted to chime in on the Jim Harbaugh sweepstakes. But, Dan, real quick, celebrity I would most want to live next to, Dan Patrick.
4: No, Baker would always be. No, it's boring. Would always be fired up. No, it's really boring, Baker. Really boring. It's you know uh, by design. It is very very boring. But thank you for the phone call. Yeah, because it's basically me in the basement having uh, something to drink and smoking a cigar and watching mindless TV, and I'm by myself. Yes, Paul.
1: When you moved in your neighborhood, were you and you were pretty well known, of course, from sports Center, Did your new neighbors come up and say, "Hey, the sports guy," and start talking to you, welcoming the neighborhood sports talk, or wasn't like that?
4: Nope. No, they didn't care. I was happy. Um, less people coming over. Like I get home, I don't need anybody. I mean, the dog is there. I'm good. Nice and quiet. My wife comes home. I'm good. But it's boring. But it's boring by design. Marvin, you seem puzzled by this. Like, what do you think is happening at my house?
6: A uh, Christmas party?
4: Well, that's it. That's Every pr- weekend? No, no, no. No, no. But, uh, I mean, I'll get after it. You know, sometimes I may have two cigars. Yeah. <sighs> I'm- I'm gonna go. Oh, you're getting wild. I'm going to get crazy. Maybe, maybe we sprinkle in some tequila if I don't have uh, some moonshine there. Over ice.
6: Yeah. Get a couple old fashions?
4: No, no, I don't do old fashioned. Well, no, no, I was talking about me when I oh, come over. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd love to have you over, but I don't want to have you over. The idea of having somebody yeah. over is better.
7: <laughs>
6: when somebody says, oh, we should get together soon. I know. The idea of getting together is actually better than actually getting together.
4: I, I, I can't mention this celebrity's name, but... He could not have been nicer. And this is back in the Sports Center days. Could not have been nicer. And we're talking, and hey, I love watching at night. And uh, then at the very end, he goes, you know what? We should stay in touch. And I said, all right. Well, he didn't give me his number. So I, I don't think he, he wanted to stay in touch. That's but, a fake pleasantry. Yeah. It was like, we should stay in touch. And I go, yeah, that'd be great. And then that was it. And then I go, Okay. And then I saw him years later. And he goes, he walks up with his hands out like this. He goes, never heard from you. I go, I don't have your number. He goes, you got to go through my assistant. I go, you were right in front of me. You could have given me your number. I had to go through your assistant. Yes, Martin.
6: Have you ever been a victim of the Hollywood talk? Like, oh, we should do something soon. Yeah. Like on like a business level.
4: Well, I've had the Hollywood um, goodbye, where they they blow you off. They don't call you, so it'll be like, hey, you know what? We're uh, considering you for this, and uh, you know we'll get back in touch with you, and then you don't hear back from anybody. You, that's just it. You, Hollywood way of saying uh, you <laughs> didn't get the job. Yes, Todd. That's the whole
0: "don't call us, we'll call yes. you" kind of thing
4: Yes, but they don't even bother with that. Hey, I'm sorry, you don't. They they don't mess with any of that stuff. It's just like you don't. If you don't hear then uh, you didn't get the job. All right, last call for phone calls, what we learn, what's in store tomorrow, right after this.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
3: I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
4: Last call for phone calls. What we learned, what's in store tomorrow. A little bit of controversy. If you're watching on Peacock, Fritzy at uh, this stage of the show usually does his scoreboard where he takes something this day in sports history, and he puts some numbers up on the scoreboard, and uh, he had different numbers that were supposed to be on the scoreboard for different items, and then he calls out Ray, the executive producer of Scoreboard. Ray just sent me an email that will contradict what you said, Todd.
0: I think I may have sent them the wrong one because I have something.
4: No, 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 you did. Send him the wrong Yeah, but way. I
0: printed. So I must have two things that said Wednesday the 10th by accident, because the one I printed out says Wednesday the 10th, and it had 87 and 96. Now I'm looking at an old email.
4: Whose fault is it?
0: I guess it's ultimately mine, because I sent it to him, and he said... You guess, got, you guess it it's your fault. It must be me. Yeah,
4: it is your fault. So you just slammed, slandered poor Ray in the back. Young and up-and-coming producer. Hopefully he'll overcome this. Get another job at another show. I shop. feel a little
0: bad about that. Yeah. I'm trying to see where he got those numbers from.
4: Yeah. No. Ray also is the executive producer of the gambling podcast as well. And he makes hot dogs.
1: Not in that order. Yeah.
4: So if you're watching on Peacock, there's Ray in with uh, Mario and Dylan, the graphics guy. And uh, he does more than just hot dogs. Does the scoreboard, newsletter, some other things. By the way, some big news tomorrow. For uh, our Super Bowl coverage, give you that coming up tomorrow. All right, uh, this day in sports history, Paulie.
1: Got a couple for you, Dan. In 1963, the Chicago Cubs, ironically, became the first baseball club to hire an athletic director in charge of conditioning for the players. Hmm. Didn't work out so well. No. Uh, in 1990, the NCAA approved random drug testing for college football players and harsh penalties for all drug use. Okay. And uh, that's about it.
4: Well, it was on this date, 1982, Joe Montana to Dwight Clark, the catch. I did have, I went out to uh, Candlestick, and this is years ago when I was at Sports Center, and I said to uh, one of my bosses, I said, if I can get Joe Montana and Dwight Clark to recreate the catch and sit down for an interview, would you be up for that? And they're like, yeah, sure. Reach out to Joe and reach out to Dwight, and I said, would you guys join me at the stadium, and it'd be in the afternoon, and that we could uh, recreate the catch. So Joe would be drifting right, drifting right, and then Dwight would be in the end zone, caught it, and then he spiked the ball. And, you know, to this day, I think Joe was trying to throw the ball away. I think he was trying to throw it out of the end zone. And I just think that Dwight kept going up and getting out. I felt bad for Everson Walls, the defensive back for the Cowboys, because he's he's there, but Dwight Clark made the catch. And, uh, you know, Joe always talked. What was it was like D.D. Lewis was going after him, Ed Too Tall Jones, and uh, Everson Walls was in the end zone on Dwight Clark. Yes, Mark? I think the pump fake is the most
6: underrated part. The first pump Oh, yeah, fake? yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Also, uh, on this day, it was uh, the Bengals over the Chargers in the AFC title game. That was the Freezer Bowl. Wind chill of minus 59. Uh, let's see. Jim in California. Hi, Jim. What's on your mind today?
7: Hey, Dan. How are you doing? Thanks Good, sir. Thanks for my call. Yeah. Um, 511-180. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just calling in regards to the the whole thing about Draymond saying that he's going to kind of like hold back and not be as uh, you know as intense as he usually is, and I, I just don't I don't get that. I don't think he can do that. And and mostly guys get injured if they hold back. It they, you know you know we talk about that all the time.
4: Well, that's his personality. Like he can play hard, but I it it's you get to these moments. You know, there are times when you play basketball and you're like, man, I'd love to undercut that guy. Or I'd love to give him a hard, fa- well, you don't do it. That's what most mature people do is you don't take matters into your own hands like that. Draymond doesn't do that. There's no lifeguard on duty with Draymond, and that's what he needs. He needs to have a voice that says, no, no need to. Hey, play basketball. But you get to the point where if somebody's bodying you, pushing you, that you would turn and, and hit them in the side of the head. Or you would kick them in the groin. Or you would step on their chest. Nobody else does that. Chris Paul does dirty things, but not to the degree of Draymond Green. But Draymond says, you know, know, Leopard can't change its spots while telling us that he needs to change his spots. Let's go around the room what we learned on the program. Uh, Todd, I'll start with you.
1: Aaron in North Dakota says if Draymond
0: Green gets out of line, he should be forced to wear the John Stockton era short shorts.
4: All right. Uh, Seton O'Connor. Rich Eisen went to Michigan. He did? He did. He did. All right. Marvin, what about you? You're still not Dan Dockage. No, I'm not. I never played a game against Ball State, but we do have somebody who uh, lives in Muncie, Indiana, who thinks I did. It's Dan Dockage, not me. Uh, Paulie, what'd you learn?
1: McConaughey would be a good and bad neighbor.
4: Yeah, right, all right, all right. Be outside, shirt off, playing the bongos. Todd, what did I learn today?
1: Ian Rappaport reports the
0: Bears fired their offensive coordinator and QB coach Matt Eberflus expected to remain the head coach.
4: What we learned brought to you by TireRack.com, the official tire expert and retailer the Dan Patrick Show. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Try the easy-to-use tire decision guide and see the full lineup of Michelin Tire Special Offers, free road hazard protection, mobile tire installation, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for allowing us to do this Monday through Friday for three hours. For the entire crew, Fritzy, Seton, Marv, Paulie, even Ray, I'm Dan Patrick. Have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow.